Now, the uh, the idea that we continue to feel sexual and have sex as we enter our 60s and 70s is certainly no secret to the seniors who are enjoying active sex lives. But uh, so much of our discussions around sex tend to focus on those in their 20s and 30s that a myth has developed that once you get to a certain age, sex and sexual feelings stop. Well, and in fact, a study by the Indiana University's Center for Sexual Health Promotion reveals that 43% of men and 22% of women over 70 say they regularly engage in sexual intercourse. But naturally, sex does change as we get older, and in many cases, sex and intimacy need to be redefined so as to remain a fulfilling part of our lives. Uh, to talk more about sex as we get older, I'm delighted to welcome sex therapist Dr. Marilee Swart to the show, and I'm hoping uh, that Dr. Swart will be able to dispel some of the myths surrounding seniors and sex and, uh, and tell us more about the challenges, risks, and uh, most importantly, the benefits of having a healthy healthy sex life later in life. Dr. Swart, welcome. Thanks so much for joining me this evening. Uh, thank you very much, Lee. What a pleasure. Pleasure. Um, let's just have a little listen, though, to, uh, to what some seniors think about sex after 60. Yeah, you feel that you're alive and uh, not on, shoved away on a shelf. In many ways, I'm fitter now than I was when I was in work because I was, it was quite a busy life. So I'm, to some extent, I'm rejuvenated in all departments. Well, it gets better once your children leave on because you're like young again, aren't you, really? With no what ties and worries that. I think you'll, get, you'll have a few years of that way, but then as you get old, you get all your aches and pains. I mean, there's plenty of shops, sex shops, to help you out. So if you're not embarrassed, go to a sex shop. I don't think you can get just as much enjoyment out of sex as whether you're 16 or 60. Or even 70 if you're able. No, go on. Do it. Do your thing. Watch you can. Long time dead, as they say. There's nothing there, is it? The age is nothing there. People keep younger now than ever. So 60, I say, OK, have a sex life. Good luck to you. So, uh, Dr. Swart, then, I guess one of the biggest myths uh, surrounding sex when you're over 60 is that uh, you just don't want it anymore. But that's not true, is it? Absolutely not. No, um, I think, you know, the myth is really be... Uh, is, is being kept alive by uh, by the media. Uh, you rarely see sexual scenes um, on in in in, the, in films because people will just be grossed out. And even myself, as a sex therapist, um, if I take a, somebody's sexual history that comes to me with an issue, I'm talking about younger people. Um, I would often uh, ask them, "How is your how, how do you think your do your, does your do your parents still have a sex life?" Or how do you think their sex life has been over the years? They would say, oh, please, <laughs> um, I don't even want to go there visually. And then they would say, well, I, I don't know, or I, I hope they don't have a sex life. And and that, that is mostly the answer. And um, so, uh, but because I do uh, see people um, from across all ages, I do know that most um, elderly people, and in this case, you're asking me specifically 60 and older, uh, they still have a sex life. Now, the definition might um, uh, might might be more broader. Some um, still incorporate uh, intercourse in their sex life, whereas others um, uh, might not have intercourse anymore, but they uh, really make a fine art out of outercourse and, and have a fantastic sex life. 
outer course. I'm going to I'm going to probe you on that in just a minute. Uh, where do you think this this myth comes from then that once we hit a certain age, we we no longer have sex, and perhaps more importantly, we no longer have the desire for sex. You were talking there about in films, you you very very rarely will see uh, see anybody other than somebody some some lithe young things in their twenties and thirties go, yes, going at it. But but very 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 infrequently do we see uh, do we see images of of couples later in life enjoying a healthy sex life where why where's this myth come from you know uh, i think it's been there all along you know there there is this term build dirty old man and dirty old woman Um, and uh, i think most of us grow up and and just think that um, after your childbearing years and especially once you start to look elderly that um, your sex life disappears but what we what we uh, forget is that we are born sexual and we are sexual from the cradle to the grave and it's it's something that um, if we choose to act on it we can we can have a um, a sexual life as part of our life until the day we we die Sure, sure. Um, and as a sex therapist, you say that you, you do work with couples over, over 60. What are some of the most common uh, problems or issues that they come to you with? Yeah, for males, it, it's definitely uh, erection difficulties. Um, and um, luckily these days we have um, the Viagra, Levitra and Cialis that that can be um, of a great help for uh, for many a man with erection uh, issues, um, so uh, and then also premature ejaculation, and, and sometimes it goes hand in hand. Where um, men are so uh, worried about the performance, and they they want to um, make sure they have an erection, that the anxiety then leads to premature ejaculation, even if they haven't had it. Um, in their younger years, or even if they had it and they overcame it in their younger years, it starts to um, to, to show up again uh, later in life uh, as a result of, of anxiety. So um, definitely for men, that would be the biggest two, um, and sometimes they go hand in hand. And then um, I would say if the sex in second place, there would be the libido um, uh, for men. And, and sometimes that can be uh, cured by ha- having their testosterone checked out. And often they are low normal and they can get a testosterone injection. So um, there is lots of medical advances in the field that can be really helpful for males. Okay. And for, for women? For women, it is often um, when we're 60 and over, it would be um, an, a, a lack of lubrication um, because um, there's not so much uh, estrogen that's being uh, produced. But w- again, one could um, you can get a uh, really get a handle on that one with um, with. Um, estrogen that your your physician can prescribe as well as always using a, a good lubricant and that that would be um, the number one that that I would see and then libido um, but that can uh, I, I <laughs> that can 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 even I can even start seeing libido issues um, 
in the 20s, so it's nothing mm. new. Although libido does, um, um, like everything with, with aging, everything does go, go slower, but the libido change, what they found in research, is actually not that major. It's um, uh, There is a change in libido, but not as much as we would think. So it's not necessarily true that our libidos plummet when we get older, or, or that that's going to be par for the course? Absolutely, and I and, and these are rule of some that that I uh, um, I've, I've actually read that as well. That uh, if you if you want to know uh, what your sex life uh, is going to be like in your sixties and and later on, uh, have a have a think back how it was in your forties, um, and and often how it was in your forties. If it was terrible in your forties, then. Um, the chances that you're you're not going to be happy in your 60s is, is pretty high. I, I'm just thinking of, a, of another question. Do you, would you ever get a, a situation, um, and I'm thinking more in a kind of the way that society um, now we're able to, I mean, you know, we're able to be having this discussion uh, on air, something we certainly wouldn't have been able to do a number of years ago. Do, would you ever get a situation where you have couples coming to you uh, later in life who say, I've had you know, a really unsatisfying sex life for, for most of my life because I didn't feel able to uh, to, to express how I felt at the ta- at the time. But now I do feel able to. And is is it too late for me? Yes, <laughs> you know, it's only lately that we are talking more about. Uh, Sex um, more openly, and I and I and I think a, a big boost was in. Um, you're not going to believe it, but since that book Fifty Shades of Grey came out, I do believe it. The, <laughs> uh, suddenly, people come out of the of the woodwork, and they they talk about sex toys and uh, much more open than they ever have before. And they want to be more sexually satisfied. So yes, people are are, are talking more about it, and and they and once they talk more about it, they actually actually come into to people like myself and say, listen, I I haven't been able to have an orgasm um, or I've had I have low libido or uh, whatever the case may be. I've had unsatis- unsatisfactory sex for my entire life. Um, I uh, this is now my I, I don't want to uh, carry on like this. What can you suggest? So and talking about it and, and, and educating oneself more about everything, that is definitely the first step. Uh, do you have people coming in to talk to you uh, about sexuality issues, not just about their sex lives, but about sexuality that perhaps they may have uh, not felt comfortable dealing with when they were younger or perhaps coming out or whatever, but then later in life they've they've then maybe something's something sort of changed for them and they've thought no I, I this is this is the sexuality that you know I'm most comfortable with or this is how I identify is that is that something that's uh, that that happens at all yeah are you now talking about people that might either um, talk about um, sexual interest that interests that they often have suppressed yes um, as well as orientation exactly. or identity absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, and especially with women, uh, if it comes to orientation, you could be a straight woman with two children and never had a um, the slightest inclination that you were interested in women. Um, then uh, at at sixty, you might fall in love with another woman, and uh, um, that that happens. So because women's sexuality is so fluid.
um, so yeah, um, suddenly um, because we can also on, on television and on um, in, in, in uh, on the films, there's so much more sex scenes that that were that were not like that before. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Dr. Marilee Swart, a sex therapist, and we're talking about sex over sixty. Uh, do let me know if uh, what if are you over sixty? Are you still do you still have an active and and healthy sex life, uh, or or have things dipped a little bit? And you uh, you maybe want uh, Dr. Swart's advice? Do give me a call. You can call in anonymously. This is a safe space here. O two one four four six zero five six seven. You can, if you prefer, send an SMS to three one five six seven, or indeed a WhatsApp to o. 725671567 and we've had a message in from Benjamin in Newlands. Hi Benjamin. He says good evening. I'm a 71-year-old male with a younger uh, female partner. Could I still father a child? Uh, excuse me, I didn't hear that. Is somebody 71 and has yes. a child? Uh, no, he's 71 years old and uh, he's with a he's with a younger female partner and he's asking yes. could I still father a child and that's from Benjamin in Newlands. Absolutely. Um, uh, wasn't it? I'm, I'm, I was thinking of Charlie Chaplin. Charlie I Chaplin. Know, I think he was 83. You know, I think so. So um, if, if the sperm um, uh, is still in in in, uh, in a good shape to father a child, um, and many men um, can do that um, until a very late age, uh, absolutely you can father a child. And Benjamin, I think, also raises an interesting point there. We, we, I'm generally talking in, in this discussion about about uh, partners who are sexual partners who are of the same age in their 60s. But obviously, Benjamin's just brought up that issue. He's a 71 year old uh, chap with with a, a younger female partner. We don't know how young. Uh, but does that? How does age uh, disparity play out in that kind of situation? Is there ever a, a, an expectation that perhaps uh, the older partner can't satisfy the younger one, or even that the younger one can't satisfy the elder? <laughs> what a great question. Well, you know, and this is where communication comes in um, because um, the, the best the best sexual um, recipe for, for sexual satisfaction is when, uh, when there is fun um, in the sex play, when there's lots of play, when there is lots of massage, sensual massage, because it, uh, most often uh, for women it takes longer to get aroused. Um, so if there is not just um, a, um, a wham-bam, a wham-bang, a thank-you-ma'am type of sex, uh, I think that an um, um, age discrepancy between either sexes, you could still have a, a great sex life. You just have to have very good communication and both need to tell each other what, what turns them on and what they like. How important then is sexual expression for us as humans, regardless of our advancing years then? I think it's very important, um, you know, because, uh, you know, we, we are all sexual beings. Now, I, I also know, uh, because I also see um, a great percentage of women that would tell me, if I could only cut sex out of my life, um, I would be so happy. But very often it is because they've had a, a history of a very unsatisfying sex. And, and if only those people can talk to each other and, um, and, and know exactly what, you know, what is it, what the woman should tell the, 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 the 
if it is a male partner, um, what does she need to get aroused? Because women need often need to be aroused first before they feel uh, the desire to kick in, uh, whereas men are just uh, the opposite. So she needs to to know exactly what circumstances, what conditions um, does she need to get aroused, and and then also. Um, uh, you know how how does she feel uh, after the experience and th- these are all things then that you can uh, talk to your partner about to have um, a sex life that is more um, fitting to your exactly what you want more satisfactory sex and not just the genital oriented sex and where um, again I'm uh, women would complain and say the, it's so mechanical, you know, it's so boring. It's like a chore. I know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to, you know, we're going to have a few minutes of kissing, then he's going to reach over and uh, touch my breasts, and then the next thing is he's, he's diving for the genitals. Um, and then, But what they rather want is they want that perhaps even a half an hour of uh, uh, essential sort of a massage where there is just... Um, um, uh, a, a sort of a slow down and not just diving for the genitals um, type of sex. As we all do. <laughs> As we all do, I think. Uh, let's, uh, for some people then, a... Uh... <laughs> For some people, I agree then, there. Yeah, yeah. For some people, a full sexual relationship might not be possible um, as they reach their Absolutely. advancing years. But uh, there are other ways for for couples to be sexual and intimate, aren't there? And you were talking there about creating a sensual yeah. atmosphere. What else? Yeah, I'm glad you say that because um, some of the best sex lives I've heard are, were people that um, couldn't be uh, couldn't um, they. they uh, the men, they were not able to have an erection. Maybe they've had prostate cancer or they had neurological um, problems, like maybe in a wheelchair. But they they still had a fantastic sex life. So they would um, find out exactly where each, what each other need to um, to um, where their erogenous zones are. And then they spend a lots of time, a leisurely time without the you know looking at the clock and and um, satisfy each other without the um this whole thing that the main cause is still waiting to to um, to uh, uh, come and that is intercourse so so that's why I mentioned earlier the word outer course mm. we make the mistake we make the mistake of looking down on foreplay and, and and almost looking at our clocks and think when is the foreplay going to be over uh, whereas um, instead of seeing looking at foreplay as as outer cause and and that there's not a main cause that is still to come Okay. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I'm going to wrap up just just now. But how true is it that the more sex we have, the the more we want it? I mean, is it a case of use it or lose it once we hit a certain age? That that's a wonderful question. Um, I can tell you that there would be some. Uh, I see lots of women that would not agree. They would say, "Can I please cut sex out of my life?" And um, this man is driving me crazy because uh, he wants so much sex. 
So in, and for those women, the, uh, they do not want more sex. Mm. But then, of course, it's a relational, often a relational thing that we need to then uh, work out um, in the office. But um, for women especially, uh, again, if there's not a relational issue, uh, it, it, it really works that way because the less we, we are sexual, whether it's with ourselves or with our partner, the less we want it, and men are just the opposite. Um, so uh, I often in, I often say this to women: you better use it, or you're going to lose it. Um, just because we have so much less testosterone, and if we're not going to make a point of being more sexually aware, then we absolutely can turn that switch off sexually whereas men you know they get several erections every day they get reminded every time they have an erection or if they even if they pee they have their sex organ in their hand they they have a, 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 a many reminders that they are sexual beings where women can just totally switch that that switch off Okay, use it or lose it. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to wrap up there. Dr. Marilee Swart, thank you so much. Uh, what an insightful and uh, an interesting discussion and some great advice there um, from uh, Dr. Marilee Swart. Talking there about sex and the over 60s.